大家好，我叫 Max， and 我叫 Hasnan， and we're back with another episode of Listen and Learn Chinese. We're super excited to be back, but you already know we're not going to get into anything until we cover last episode's quiz. The first question of that is, what is the phrase to say, for example, in Chinese? And the answer to that was 例如 which is L I in the fourth tone, li, and then R U in the second tone, ru, li ru. So if Max were to ask me、um, if I wanted to eat something, I could say yes,、um, and he could say li ru, and then I could give him examples of what I wanted to eat. And the second question was, what was a different way to ask、uh, what tone something was? And you couldn't say 什么声调 The answer to the alternative phrase was 低几声 That was 低几声低 in the fourth tone. Ji in the third tone and sheng in the first tone. The last question we have for you is: How do you tell someone that you'll take a look at it in Chinese? And the answer to that is shi shi kan. So that's s h i fourth tone, s h i fourth tone, and then k a n also in the fourth tone. So you need a lot of energy for all these fourth tones. Shi shi kan. For example, or I guess li ru. Um, I could be to Max. Hey Max, like I have this cool new Netflix show that I'm watching. You should watch it too. And he could say 我试试看 meaning that he'll take a look at it. The big idea for this episode is Chinese New Year, and its associated customs and how to not only survive but thrive in the pleasantries and conversation during this time. What's our background for Chinese New Year? So Chinese New Year, to my non-Chinese knowledge, is the biggest of the four big holidays in Chinese culture.、Uh, it's celebrated in a lot of different East Asian cultures. So I've been told that if you're not talking to Chinese people, a good kind of diplomatic way to refer to the holiday is Lunar New Year,、um, because not everyone that celebrates it is Chinese, of course. The celebrations for Chinese New Year last 15 days in total. And it goes by the lunar cycle, which is different from our regular calendar in that the days shift by a little bit every year.、Um, so that's why Chinese New Year doesn't always happen on the same day of every year. And every single lunar year corresponds to a different zodiac animal. Max, would you like to hear the story of the zodiac animals? Absolutely. So a long time ago, there was a dude named the Jade Emperor. He was the ruler of the heavens, and he said, "You know what? Let's put some animals on a calendar." So he said, so he told all of the animals of the land, he's like, "You guys are gonna have a race to my palace, and then the first twelve animals to get to my palace get to be on the calendar." Who left first? So mouse left first. So mouse is one of the main characters of the story. In Chinese, you might hear sometimes there's year of the mouse or year of the rat. It means the same thing. So mouse at the time he was best friends with cat. Cat and mouse decide that the next morning they're gonna leave together. But mouse gets so excited that he decides to leave without cat. So when cat wakes up the next morning, mouse is already left without him. Cat doesn't know the way to doesn't know the way to get there. So he's understandably kind of pissed off. So that's why to this day, cat and mouse don't get along because cat is still triggered that mouse left without him. Mouse continues on his journey and he gets to a river. He needs help across that river, so he has to ask one of the animals already there. So he runs into horse, tiger, and ox. He asks all of them for help. All of them say, "Yeah, that's a big no for me." Aside from ox, ox, big man, carries mouse on his head or his back all the way across that river. But at the last second, rat sort of. Pulls one over on the ox and jumps across the finish line. So mouse ended up coming in first. Ox came in second, and then that's why those are also the first two animals in the zodiac. The order of the zodiac animals so starts with mouse, then goes ox, then tiger and then, rabbit, then dragon and snake, and horse, goat, monkey, rooster, dog, and pig. Pig, all of the animals have their own kind of little mini story. Like I'm pretty sure, like、um, 
dog was was one of the last He's just ones. chilling. Yeah. He's chilling in the river. He was just playing around in the river. I think Pig was last because he was just like lazy. And that's why we call people pigs. Yeah, in, in Chinese culture, calling someone a pig is kind of means like you're telling them that they're super lazy and unmotivated. It's kind of different where in Western cultures, if you call someone a pig, it's like like they're disgusting. They're messy. You know? Yeah, like they're gross. But in Chinese culture, it's more like they're lazy. Anyways, so each zodiac animal is supposed to have um, certain traits that if you're born in that year, it's supposed to affect your personality. Uh, but that's not really too much of a deal nowadays. Back in the day, it was a big deal, right? Yeah, definitely. Now we've sort of taken it more as a story, but I think before people actually tried to match marriages and friendships based on your zodiac symbol. Yeah, like people used to plan their, like having kids in certain years, if they really wanted someone, for example, that was like hardworking um, and, and determined they would want to have a kid in the year of the ox. And also all the zodiac animals have like compatibilities and incompatibilities for people they can get along with, hence the uh, marriage planning. But anyways, in terms of modern Chinese New Year, one massive part about the holiday is going to visit friends and family. But to be able to visit them, you have to be able to greet them. We're going to run you through the basics of these greetings and pleasantries. So to start us off, some really common New Year's conversation tends to include greetings, when the most common of that is Happy New Year, which is Xin Nian Hao. So Xin in the first tone is X-I-N in the first tone means new. And then Nian, which is N-I-A-N in the second tone, Nian, that means year. So saying Xin Nian literally means New Year, which is how you say Chinese New Year's in Chinese. And then you're going to say Hao at the end, which is H-A-O in the third tone. You've heard that many times over. So saying Xin Nian Hao literally translates into New Year Good, which is basically the simplest greeting to give someone during Chinese New Year's. It basically takes the place of saying Ni Hao during Chinese New Year's and for the time just before Chinese New Year's. So if you're used to saying Ni Hao to someone, if it's Chinese New Year's time, you say Xin Nian Hao. First tone, second tone, third tone, Xin Nian Hao. And the second phrase we're going to teach you is 新年快乐, and that means New Year happiness. So 新 is X-I-N in the first tone, and again, that just means new. 年, as we heard in the previous phrase, is N-I-A-N in the second tone, and that means year. And 快乐 is K-U-A-I in the fourth tone, and L-E also in the fourth tone. And that's just a phrase to wish happiness on to another person. It can be used for things like other holidays or birthdays, really anything else. It's a really good phrase for saying some type of pleasant and nice thing if you're not at the beginning of the conversation where xin nian hao would be more common. If you're part through the conversation, maybe someone else comes in the conversation, you can say xin nian kuai le. It's also a good thing if you're, um, if you're leaving a conversation during Chinese New Year's and you want to say something nice on your way out, you can say xin nian kuai le, and it works then too. Next up, there's a couple good well wishes that you can give people. Um, but first, before we get into that, we think it's important to teach you how to like wish someone things. So a uh, really important phrase for saying that is 祝你 or 祝您. So 祝, which is Z-H-U in the fourth tone, 祝, uh, means to wish. It's the verb to wish. And then, of course, 你, which is N-I in the third tone, which means you. All of you should remember that. means you in an informal way. And then 您, which is N-I-N in the second tone, means you in a formal way. So saying 祝你 means I wish you, speaking to someone informally. And 祝您 means I wish you, uh, speaking to someone formally. 
So basically you can use this to precede any type of well wishes or like pleasantry if you want to wish them something and it adds just kind of like an extra level of sincerity to what you're saying. Just that ever extra level of respect when you need it. Mm -hmm. The third phrase is 年年有余. That's year, year, have surplus. Year by year, have surplus. Saying this to someone means that you hope for them to have abundant wealth and resources every year. But you also can mean fish. Same tone, different character. And that's why it's got that pun effect. So it really goes over well with the family members. Considering that Chinese New Year happens at the beginning of spring, it's a really nice way to wish someone prosperity and success and also get that pun in there. Yeah, that one kind of cracks me up because saying 年年有余 is like saying year by year may you have surplus, but then also means year by year may you have fish. And to me, that kind of means like the same thing because it's like, you know, you're wishing people to have food and I think that's kind of nice. I'd like to have more fish in the new year. That'd be wonderful. Fish is fantastic. Absolutely. That brings us to our next greeting, which is 恭喜发财. So that's 恭, G-O-N-G in the first tone, 恭. And then xi, which is xi in the third tone. So xi together actually means congratulations. So that's something you can use a lot regardless of whether it's Chinese New Year's or not. And then fa cai is fa in the first tone, fa. And then cai in the second tone, cai, fa cai. That literally means like making money. So saying xi fa cai. Uh, means congratulations on getting rich, but it's used as a way, well, that's a literal translation, but it's used as a way to wish someone a prosperous year to come. Think of it as kind of like a preemptive congrats for someone who you want to do really well in the coming year. And remember, so 恭喜, you can use that for a lot of different occasions, whether it's like a holiday or just someone having something good happen to them. You can say congratulations by saying 恭喜. I've even seen it used for job promotions. From friends, you could just wish someone well. Check that LinkedIn. Gongxi on your next promotion. <laughs> um, also, a totally classic phrase they might see written on uh, Chinese New Year's themed decorations, print or media is Gongxi Fa Tai. Like I've seen like red envelopes before um, that have had Gongxi Fa Tai written on them as well. And in Cantonese too, I've seen that's pretty common. Um, speaking of red envelopes, that's another really big part of Chinese New Year. For me, my only real memory of that is um, I used to live in Vancouver as a kid and my dad had a lot of um, Cantonese speaking like Hong Kongese um, co-workers and they would give me little red envelopes with like uh, with like one of those um, what do you call it, like chocolate coins inside. I've definitely gotten those. Yeah, you've yeah. gotten those too. So the, the Mandarin word for that is like Hongbao, right Max? It is. And I, I, I gotta say, I've gotten quite a few hongbao in my day as well. Uh, the chocolate coins are kind of a cop-out. We've sometimes gotten them, <laughs> you know, at Chinese school or at the mall or with people who, you know, pretend to like you but don't really like you. But the red pockets really get special when you get that cash money inside. Oh my goodness. And that's for the close family members who are on the generous side, we'll say. The best hongbao I got was on a trip to Hong Kong with my family. And a family friend of ours actually... They were balling, so they had <laughs> big money in this in their in their gifts, and we were totally not expecting anything. But uh, both my sister and I got a uh, thousand Hong Kong dollars in in our hongbao. Wow, that really beats a chocolate coin. It really does. It really does. And there it is. And to my knowledge, like hongbao, usually even within families, it's usually like elders to youngsters, right? Definitely. So, so like, do you continue to get hongbao like when you're older on? Like, do you get less now or more now compared to your childhood? So we've sort of become more Canadian in the sense that oh, yeah. uh, we're not exchanging hongbao as much. 
uh, but I've heard that you're supposed to get it until you get married. And as soon as you get married, then it's your turn to start dishing out Hongbao to the younger cousins and, and your nephews and nieces. Right, okay. And by the way, Hongbao is spelled H-O-N-G in the second tone, Hong, that literally means red. And then Bao, B-A-O in the first tone, that literally means envelope. So it's literally red envelope, Hongbao. So, Max, if unless there's anything else you wanna you wanna include for today's episode, do you think we're about ready to wrap it up here? Let's do that quiz. Awesome. Our first quiz question for today is: How do you say red envelope in Chinese, and what do red envelopes contain, and who receives them? And our second question is: What phrase replaces 你好 during Chinese New Year? Question three is: How do you congratulate someone in Chinese, and name a Chinese New Year pleasantry that incorporates this phrase? Four is how do you wish someone happiness in Chinese and name another Chinese New Year's greeting that incorporates this phrase. And lastly, if it was Chinese New Year's and I wanted to wish someone abundant wealth and resources, what greeting would I use to say to them? That's everything. And thank you so much for joining on this episode. 新年快乐!